Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, Playmakers, what's going on? Hello. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. We love having new guests on our podcast, and we are just so grateful that all of y'all are here, and also just to provide so many different perspectives, and and we're excited about this interview today. Yeah, we're super excited. This is actually our first interview of the new year, so no pressure, Elizabeth, but uh, (laughs) we'll toss it on over to you to let you introduce yourself, and we'll get kicked off. Hi, guys. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. So I'm Elizabeth Harrimans. I'm a wife, a mom, a realtor, a farmer. I wear many hats, (laughs) but I am married to an 11-year NFL vet, Todd Harrimans. He played for the Philadelphia Eagles for 10 years and then um, played his last season in um, Indianapolis for the Colts. With that, when people say like a summary about themselves and where they're at currently, we always giggle because we know like in the sports industry, there's no way that that's just your one stop. So kind of walk us through how you met and then what was it like? Did you know what you're getting yourself into where you're like, oh my gosh, we're about to move. Give us a little bit of the backstory. Sure. So um, we met through mutual friends. My best friend introduced me to one of his close friends and he was like, hey, you'd be great with, you know, one of my friends. And, you know, I didn't even know who this man was when my best friend introduced me to him. So I was like, how do you even know that I'd be good with your friend? Like, (laughs) okay, whatever. So, and I was so young at the time, but, you know, I kind of was like, oh, okay. All right. So anyway, we met in a group setting. It was the opening day of the Phillies. So we were at Citizens Bank Park and, you know, we spent literally the entire day together and uh, got to know each other just by chatting. And it's funny because We were with a lot of his teammates and a lot of friends, but just through chatting in those first couple of hours of getting to know each other, it was like nobody else was there. So, and the rest is history. And now here I am, you know, talking to you guys. And so I was young. I was in my early twenties and he's a few years older than me. And at this point he had already had a pretty established NFL career. So I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. (laughs) And it's kind of like when I guess he was already here for so long, he was like on his seventh year going into his eighth season. So you kind of don't anticipate moving or leaving. You know what I mean? It just seems like, you know, we're here. That's it. I'm born and raised in like the tri-state area. So, you know, I'm very familiar with the area. I went to college here, all the things. And, you know, at the end of his 10th season, we get that dreaded call. And it was like, hey, you're not coming back next season. And so we were like shocked. We're like, what do you mean? You know, we've been here for so long. We're so established. And so, you know, we picked up and we moved for Indianapolis. And so fast forward to now, that's kind of the inspiration for birds nesting. And just because of all of the hiccups and the ups and downs, the struggles, the whirlwind that is football and 
that's how I'm here right now. <laughs> it's interesting because we we talk about this all the time, but people that have been in a certain place in the sports industry, it's not super common, but when you come across it, it also is one of those things where you get so comfortable in that place. And then when you get uprooted, it's even more of a shock to the system than people that move constantly where you would think that's such a shock, which it is, but it's a lot easier when you're moving every two years. You feel like you kind of got a groove. You're like, all right, well, we just went through this. We're going back through it again. But when you're somewhere for so long and then you move, that really does shake up your whole world. So what were some of the things that you encountered at that time that made you want to kind of pursue what you have now? But what were those some of those things that first hit you that were like, wow, this is this is a lot? Well, for one, you know, I was in my early, well, mid twenties at this point. And like I said, I went to college here, like a state over. I had never really made a big move ever. I mean, as a kid, you know, my parents hardly moved. I think I moved once, you know, so I was very, very, you know, rooted in the Northeast here. Not only that, but at the time where we were in our personal lives was, you know, he had just finished his 10th season and in the football world, you have basically a couple months to, you know, do the things that you want to get done, I guess, in the off season. So we were getting married that year. So I guess within the span of two months, it was, we were, you know, cut from the team, had to sign with a new team, get married abroad. And we were abroad, we were married in Italy and we were gone for a month and then, you know, had to come home, <laughs> had to move, figure out the logistics. And you guys know as spouses, you're there kind of picking up the pieces and figuring out all the admin that there mm -hmm. is and the guys are reporting for work. And so that's where I was personally, you know, thankfully it was all good things that were happening. You know what I mean? So I was able to remain like really positive. And I mean, honestly, I was pretty distracted with the wedding anyway. So <laughs> yeah. and it was, I mean, you know, I was up for a new adventure. It was exciting, but it wasn't until like the dust settled in Indianapolis. That I was like, okay, what the heck is happening? <laughs> what am I doing? You know, now where do I go? Who do I talk to? What's going on? And so because of all of those, you know, things, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, there, we don't talk enough about like, at least with, with just other women, we don't talk about the mental strength that it takes to go through just so many changes in such like a short amount of time. And then being able to wear all these different hats. So we have to not only be, you know, our own person, you know, have our own career, but then we, we show up and we're having to be, you know, the wife or, you know, just all these different things with football added on to that, um, in that context. And so I'm just imagining you moving and you get settled in your new house and you've been on this whirlwind journey for like two months and you're like, okay, now what? Um, and just like, what in the world did I do? But in a good way. And so with those relationships with women, meeting new people, it takes like a lot of effort in the beginning, because like you said, you've already been a part of this community years before, and then now you're the new girl. And so being new, what were some of the things that you were like, oh, I forgot 
I have to do this. Like I have to put in a lot of effort. Like I got to invite people to coffee or wine nights, whatever it may be that you kind of realize in that first, you know, couple months, like, oh, this, this is what it feels like. Like I haven't done this yet. Yeah, no, you're totally right. Like, it's funny because I have, you know, I'm, I'm, I think majority of the time I'm a homebody. <laughs> so it takes me a little bit of effort to like actually get up and go if I, you know, need to. So moving there, I mean, I was so fortunate. We had a um, friend, a very close friend, one of my husband's teammates move there the year before we got there. So when I got there, I had a familiar face and she was, you know, my closest friend at the time, you know, that we were going through all of this. So I had her pretty much to lean on emotionally. And so I know that a lot of women don't have that, you know, so I can only imagine how isolating, how lonely it could be. But the things that I actually had to put effort put forth some effort with where, yeah, like getting up and going and signing up for, you know, different things. You know, the team had like a women's Bible study. So I signed up for that. And I'm so glad I did because I did make some like lifelong, you know, friendships and I got to pick their brains. I was a newlywed, so I didn't know what it was like to be, you know, married and some of them already had children, older children. They, you know, obviously went through pregnancies and things. So I was really able to lean on them for all of those new things that I was going through. But yeah, it it definitely took effort. It wasn't just, you know, sitting at home in my comfortable little bubble anymore. I had to explore a little bit. I did a lot of driving around. Uh, Indianapolis has a lot of cornfields. I can tell you that. So I think I would spend a lot of time like walking around the mall by myself. And, you know, before I found those things that were going to make me feel a little more settled, like, you know, before I started working out, before I made more friends, before, you know, I had occasions and things to look forward to. Mm -hmm. So, so in the coaching world, there is a stereotype that we've been trying to break for a long time, which basically is that no matter what your significant other's role is, everyone should be included and invited and just like, it doesn't matter. But from a player side, I feel like that would be kind of difficult with the relationships because there's only so many spots on the roster and it's kind of a competitive, um, you know, just like a competitive atmosphere with that. And so how did you handle basically, I mean, I know that we try to separate ourselves and it's like, she's going to be my friend no matter what, but there is a sense of like, they're all competing against each other for like a spot. And so with coaching, it's a little bit different, but there's still that, you know, stereotype or basically that rules that we've been trying to break for a long time. So did you witness any of that? Or were those women just able to be like, Hey, this is the deal. This is how it works. (laughs) I think, yeah, I get that. I think for the most part, the women pretty much, you know, it was just us because our, our guys were at work. So it's like, you know, if we didn't lean on each other, then like, who did you have? You didn't have anybody. So I don't, nothing comes to mind when it comes to like, you know, people really like 
disliking each other but there is you're totally right there is that competition you know your husband could be the starter and then you know your friends with the second string wife or you know whatever the case may be but nothing specific comes to mind but it is true it's competitive and you never know <laughs> no that's a good so, answer yeah it's true though it's like it's all you have so you're like we got to rely on each other even yeah. if like our husbands and usually I feel like at least from the people that I've talked to, they usually get along pretty well. Like, guys are so weird. Like, they don't really <laughs> care. Like, they could fight it out on the field, but then they're, like, buddies, you know? So you're, like, yeah. it's so it's so different. It's true. Yeah, women would be, it's like, true. no, we're not talking. <laughs> <laughs> right? I know. But guys I are, know. like, it's fine. I want to talk about kind of how you even came about the idea. I know we kind of talked about it in the beginning of birds nesting. But how did you come about this idea and, like, give us a rundown of what it is so everyone can kind of – get an idea into what you do. For sure. So Birds Nesting is a real estate and lifestyle relocation service for incoming professional athletes, coaches, and their families. Um, we believe that if we, if you have somebody that is going to support you during this transition, hold your hand, be there to lean on other than, you know, relying on making new friends or whatever the case. If you have somebody who is established already in the area and says, hey, I know where you can go to do X, Y, and Z, or I know this place is the best place to live, um, that's where we come in. Um, when we moved to Indianapolis, um, we found a real estate agent and we ended up living in a town where no other teammates were. Um, we knew, um, you know, the, the logistics of it, we knew that like, okay, we're going to be X amount of minutes from the facility and the stadium and all that was fine. But then once we realized, well, nobody lives here, it was like kind of isolating mm -hmm. it, you know, it's just like you feel alone. And then, you know, on top of it, you're away from family, you're away from, you know, most of your friends and everything. So, I just felt like in that moment, like there's got to be a better way <laughs> to do this. Like, you know, we found, we found a home that I guess was comfortable for us. And it's funny because in that year, the town that we were um, living in was rated the safest town in the country, which is like so funny. So we're like, oh, that's great. We live <laughs> in the safest town in the country, but like, okay, at the end of the day, if you're near nobody, then like, that's not that much fun, <laughs> yeah. you know? But anyway, it was when the, the dust settled of like us, you know, actually realizing, okay, we're away from everything. Then it was like, I became pregnant. And so I had to find an OBGYN. Where was I going to work out? Where was I going to get my hair cut? I had to find other doctors for other things. We had two dogs. I needed pet essentials. I, you know, you were literally a transplant and you have to transplant your world that you came from in this new area. So I, I had a hard time with all, with all of that. I'm savvy and independent. And so I did, you know, all of the internet research. I Googled, I read reviews, but like at the end of the day, I really wasn't happy with a lot of the, you know, the resources that I had found on my own. So you know, in hindsight, I felt like the experience could have been so much more enjoyable, so much better. Maybe, you know, my husband's career for his last season would have gone a little bit better. You know, I think he was 
sensing a lot of my discomforts during the time too. And I don't think that helped him and his mental state or his performance. And so I felt like a lot of those things could have been avoided and felt like we could have enjoyed it so much more. And so with birds nesting, you know, with our history here, my husband's been here almost 20 years, which is crazy to say. <laughs> and like I said, you know, I'm, I grew up not far from the area. So we have cultivated so many relationships with awesome people, business owners, just high profile people who could just connect you with different things. And, you know, these athletes want that exclusivity. They want they want the fast track to, you know, well, who am I going to go seek this from? Or who am I, you know, all these special things with also the exclusive, you know, private aspect of that, mm -hmm. which is huge for this world is the privacy and all that stuff and, and kind of sifting through those not so great intentioned people of like, oh, athlete, I can charge you X amount of dollars to do this. It's like, we already know the people we're connecting you with. We're, we already have a tr big trust in them. So we've used them or we know somebody who has, so let us connect you with them. And it literally is anything and everything you can think of. We'll do the school district, you know, hunt for you, the the extracurriculars. If you do have kids, the health and wellness aspect, the cars and all of those fun things that these guys like. And it's just, you know, we have we have all those connections. We're really plugged in. So we want to help those local people as well as settle in all of the families. I feel like we need to clone you in every single state <laughs> and have you in every state. That is just such an amazing, you know, business and concept because it's so true. You know, Brittany and I always laugh every time we move. The first thing we look up is where to get your hair done because it's true. Like that's what's important to you. Um, and, you know, with other things, just knowing the, the right people. And it's hilarious when you move to a new town, you'll meet somebody and they're like, oh, I've got a guy. And you're like, OK, well, what is this guy like? who, what, what does that mean? And so you start to learn, you know, little things once you transition. So with, um, you know, obtaining clients, um, what is a story that just basically where you don't have to mention names or anything, but when you help someone, you're like, okay, I've got something like this is, this is really cool. And the concept that I had dreamed of, you saw it play out and actually help somebody. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're still pretty early on in our journey of helping, you know, athletes and everything, but I love to pick the current wives' brains. Um, I love to say, hey, where are you from? What means the most to you? What do you find similar in this city? Or what, you know, what was like culture shock for you? And just like giving them different recommendations of like, well, you know, I understand this is where you come from and what you're used to. So why don't you look in this area? The awesome thing about the greater Philadelphia area is we have everything you can think of as far as like a lifestyle. There's super rural, 
there is, you know, center city, Philadelphia with bright lights and, you know, an amazing food scene and, you know, nightlife. And then we have the suburban areas that are quiet. And a lot of the guys really appreciate being in because of that privacy aspect. Like they're not trying to, they're trying to unplug when they come home from work. So basically, you know, picking everyone's brain and just finding out what means the most to all of them. And just, it's like a puzzle fitting in those puzzle pieces is, and that's what, where I find like most enjoyment is like, I know what it's like to be in the rural area. I know what it's like to live in center city and now I'm in the suburbs, you know, it's just, it's, it's really cool for me to get to plug in all of those, uh, you know, puzzle pieces. Yeah, I feel like that's the important part too is getting to make this new place a home for these people and finding out like what specifically is going to make that feel more homey to them. Mm -hmm. Do you also focus on like community? I'm sure that there's people that move there that just like when you moved to Indianapolis, you were like, I don't have, I have one person I might know, but I don't have like a full community. So is that another part of your business and how did you kind of develop that part. Yeah, absolutely. Community is huge to me personally. And I feel like whether you're an athlete or just, you know, any other person, I believe that if you're plugged into a community, you not only have people, you know, relationships that you're fostering, but you have people to learn from people to lean on. You know, it's that old saying of like, it takes a village. I don't think that only applies to raising children. I think that like, you know, hey, if this person is going to be, you know, on vacation for a couple of days, will you grab my mail for me? You know, just Mm -hmm. like, and then having to, you know, have some social things to go to. Growing up, my mom volunteered her time as much as she could anywhere and for anyone and a lot of them you know being philanthropic so she instilled that in me at an early age and I think that with this platform of you know having maybe a little bit of a larger following on social media and a lot of young people look up to these guys I think that it's really nice that they utilize their time and give back to the community. So even if you're not from this area, you can still give back in your free time. Mm -hmm. So that is another sense of community, but the community as in a sense of, you know, settling in is really important where, you know, Hey, you're going to move next to this person and they have children this age. And, you know, even though you're different positions on the team, I think that you would, you know, really get along or, you know, just have those people to lean on that community. I like, I can't use that word enough, you know, (laughs) it's just, it's so important to Mm -hmm. me. And I feel like relationships are just huge, huge in, in life in general. Mm -hmm. And this world of, you know, you know, athletes and everything is so niche. It's so small and it's so temporary. And now that I'm out of it per se, I can look back at things, you know, that maybe, you know, I could have, I could have done this a little bit more appreciated this a little bit more, or, you know, really took a step back and taken it all in because, I am removed and hindsight's 2020, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So 
I, you know, it would have been really nice to get a little bit more involved in the community in Indianapolis personally, because we were so, you know, just so ingrained and so involved here in Philadelphia. My husband started a foundation where he raised money for any and all um, charities that were local. So, you know, it's just, I feel like when you immerse yourself into the community, you really get to know, like, where am I living? Mm -hmm, Who are the people here? And like, what's the culture? And I think it all ties in to being settled and enjoying yourself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I, I am a firm believer that people make a place. So you could be in the middle of nowhere and have the best people and still be totally fine. And so with community, it's definitely important. And that was one of the reasons why we started our podcast too, because not everyone is so fortunate to have, you know, the community when they move somewhere and they're trying to figure it out. Because what we were touching on earlier, it does take a lot of effort. So I love that you're connecting people and giving them opportunities to give back to the community and kind of dive in, you know, just to make a difference and to use their own, their own talents. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, but just being able to be involved. So I want to pivot a little bit about being a mother, though, because with that, you were mentioning the timeline a little bit. And that is, again, a huge transition. And then following up with your husband's retirement, um, we always laugh because when our guys are off, we love them being home. But sometimes that messes up with the routine and the dynamic that you've had going on for (laughs) a while. And so with off season, we're like, okay, like, thank you for being here. And we love you. But back to work you go. So with that, what was that transition like becoming a mom and then also um, having that retirement chapter thrown in there? Totally. That's so funny. I'm just chuckling to myself because it's true. (laughs) You make your nest, you have your routine. I feel like a lot of the time, relationships are maybe even stronger because you do have that like mm-hmm. time to yes. breathe and have and be independent. It's so funny. Um, I like, I'm a firm believer that timing is everything. I became pregnant at the perfect time. You know, we didn't know it at, in that moment that like, you know, my husband was literally on his way out of football, but getting pregnant and like just the month, just everything. And then our daughter being born, it was just, it was literally a seamless transition for us. My husband, you know, a lot of the guys, it's a huge, huge deal retiring out of something that you have done since you were a kid. Like these guys have played their sport, you know, since they were little and then they do it in high school and they do it in college. And then you get to the NFL and like, it's all, you know, they eat, sleep, breathe this sport. And so, and they're so hyper-focused and, you know, as a spouse or a girlfriend, you're there to, you know, pretty much support them and be, you know, and take care of everything else. So when we, when he retired, that transition was perfect because he now had something new to focus on. And I know a lot of the guys sometimes struggle with identity. Like, what am I going to do? I spent my whole life doing this where, you know, how am I going to fill my time? You know, it's, it's huge. And again, with the nonprofit, my husband helped start another nonprofit called athletes for care, which helps all professional athletes, men and women transition from sports to the real world, because that 
that like <laughs> gray area is another thing that people don't speak about. And it's just, it's, you know, talk about mental health. My gosh, it's like, it's a crazy time in anybody's life. You know what I mean? So anyway, the transition was seamless. We had, you know, our daughter right at the end. And then it was like, then he could accept, okay, this is my new, you know, role. This is my new team. You know, I went from being on a football team. Now I'm, you know, starting my own little team and he had something else to focus on. So, you know, I'm also like extremely empathetic. So I would feel all of my husband's feelings like 10 times more. He would probably, you know, not let things bother him nearly as much, but the transition from football to, you know, retirement, I think I took a lot of it more personally than he did, but to have our daughter to then focus on was just like, oh my gosh, the biggest blessing. Cause it was like, now we have the most important role that we're about to play. And, you know, here it is. That's awesome. So does he help out with, with birds nesting too? Or do you guys work together on that? Not so much. This is pretty much my baby. You know what I mean? I feel like <laughs> he passed me the ball and now it's like my turn to go. Mm-hmm run it into, you know, um, goal, but I do pick his brain because I mean, he's the reason why I'm doing this. I'm like, okay, you know, what time of year is this? Like, this is, we're in February. So like what's happening or, you know, who's, you know, like I ask him all the inside things and I having his insight is, you know, priceless. My gosh. Like, so I do lean on him for that stuff and, you know, and for making different introductions, like, you know, Bird's nesting isn't only just football. Over the past year, I've established some connections with a lot of the other um, professional sports here, you know, the Phillies, the Flyers, the Union, the soccer team. So, you know, it's it's great to have him to make those introductions, but now bird's nesting is completely Good. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. that's hard also. If he, if he yeah. came home from retirement and then he like also worked with you full time, like that would be a lot. Yeah, right. That's too much, lot. too much transition. No, I love that. Well, we appreciate you coming on and sharing um, just your journey and your story with us. And we always ask this question and we never prepare anybody for it. So we, we like to throw it in there at the very end and it is if you could go back in time and tell your younger self something you know now what would it be just to help other people um, in our community just either learn from your experience or maybe just to prepare them for what might come their way oh my gosh that's such a good question I feel like I have reflected on that a lot now Mm -hmm. since starting birds nesting and speaking to current wines but Basically, and I touched on it before, like this is so temporary, even if it's so tough and you're in that moment where you're like, oh my gosh, I have to move again or, you know, work for your husband isn't going that great and, you know, you're dealing with some adversity or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. this is so temporary. This is like a blip in your life. You know, there's so much more to life past sports and although it'll always be a part of your life like take a second and appreciate even the stuff that is making you uncomfortable because you're only growing from it. You're, you're growing, you're maturing, you're learning about yourself. You're learning about your relationship. 
take so many pictures. I, I wish I took <laughs> way more pictures at the time so that I could, you know, look back fondly because, you know, way down the line when you're looking back at, uh, oh, that, that time sucked it in the grand scheme of things, it didn't, you know, and you like everybody's so fortunate to be in this position. So it's like, just try to remember like this too shall pass. It's only temporary. And, you know, there's a lot of really cool things that are going to come out of it. Yeah. I love that perspective. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. We loved having you on. If anyone wants to find you on Instagram, where can they find you to connect? I'm at birds nesting PHL, you know, feel free to say hi or refer somebody to me. Uh, We have a website, www.birdsnestingphl.com, where you can also send messages and connect. And I love hearing stories. I just had another coach, uh, coach's wife, a collegiate coach's wife, excuse me, um, reach out to me and ask me some questions. And I just, I love, you know, spreading it spreading the the word of birds nesting and just, you know, maybe giving a little friendly reminder of like, you know, this is really cool. This is a really cool position that you guys are in. So thank you so much. And I love your, your podcast. I've been listening to a bunch of episodes and your social media. I find it so relatable and so funny. I wish it was around like years ago when I was on my journey, but you know, I'm just happy to have discovered it. So thank you so much, you guys. Yeah. And thank you to everyone that's listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode on more than a season podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at more than a season podcast or on TikTok at more than a season for the latest updates. If you have enjoyed this episode, please download, subscribe, and leave us a review on your choice of platform. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.